what's going on? It's Stokely from Sauce Lane. Oh man, it's starting to warm up now. We were complaining about how cold it was, but it doesn't make sense complaining about the weather. You're just taking how it is, you know, we can't control it. Um, listen to an informative uh, podcast today uh, with a doctor from MIT. She's a, I think she's a psychotherapist of some kind. Or a neurosurgeon uh, I think she's a neurosurgeon because she went to medical school so she's not like a caseworker so um, and she was just reinforcing I mean even the host was reinforcing some of the things that I had already had a said in a post just yesterday um, that you know the news is um, is is really um, Causing us to worry and stressing us out, and I mentioned a doc, a, a doctor um, named Doctor Amen, who says the same thing. And this guy really just put it, put a stick of pin in it. Additionally, by saying that the news reports on the most, least common denominator, the news reports everything that's bad. So it's not a place that you go for a holistic or a totally. Um, a total synopsis of what happened today because not only bad things happen today good things happen to a lot of good things happen and um, the the guest she was mentioning she was talking about mindfulness and, and, well well for first she was talking about gratitude and I have a post I think attitude of gratitude that's a phrase that other people are saying you know it's just it's nothing original but you know having an attitude of gratitude she says the first thing she does in the morning she says, oh, I love my sheets. I love my pillow. You know, like she just starts thinking of good things to start the day off as soon as she wakes up. And I don't necessarily practice that. I'm more, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not like that. I motivate myself to get up in the morning, but it's like my motivation is I need to get up or I, everything is going to fall apart. That's, that's my uh, motivation, which is a negative kind of energy type motivation. But... What she does also mention is that we are products of our nurture. You know, we are products of our development. You know, she really, they really spoke about parents and how the parents uh, help you develop. And sometimes your parents, uh, you know, they don't tell you the right thing. And sometimes they end up traumatizing you or whatever the case may be. Oh, this is cool. Somebody has a sign on the back of their car and it works based off of, it's like a mood ring sticker and it changes colors. That's cool. Anyhow. The um, I wish I could paint my whole car that. The um, so, so um, great practicing gratitude, and having a good attitude, and she spoke about getting enough sleep, and she spoke about um, uh, eating properly. Uh, they didn't really speak too much on exercise, but. You know, they were talking about, you know, they didn't talk too much about the gut biome, but they didn't go into too much into diet. But food is important also. You know, eating right, thinking the right way, changing your thought patterns. And, and one part that, um, that I really uh, wanted to take away from it, one part that was really, uh, uh, really resonated with me is trying to change your thoughts from negative to positive or you're trying to... You're trying to, um, sometimes you have bad thoughts and you're trying to correct them or get rid of them or get them out of your head 
you know, and they basically say, you know, you replace it with something else that's good, you know. So that's um, that's one thing that I necessarily that I find that I struggle with, and um, and uh, I'm gonna probably listen to that podcast again. But the whole podcast, the subject matter or the title of the podcast was how to manifest and stop self-sabotaging. How to manifest and stop self-sabotaging. So I'm paraphrasing the title because I don't remember the exact title. But it's called How to Stop, How to Manifest and Stop Self-Sabotaging. Okay? So if you're thinking it's negative, you're self-sabotaging. You're already setting yourself up to, you know, for bad things. So, you know, like I said, which uh, the doctor that, 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 that was uh, the guest, what she encouraged was... Well, what she gave as an example, what she does, is she wakes up in the morning, she starts saying good things, starts saying, you know, start appreciating the things that she's thankful for. And, um, and uh, you know, they, they definitely spoke on how those bad thoughts creep in, those negative thoughts, thinking negatively about yourself and things like that. And uh, they spoke uh, about curating your your social media and curating your social networks, the people that you know, which I've already spoken on, and I didn't need a. Uh, anyhow, I, I, I'm going to toot my own horn because she says that's a good thing to do. Also, you have to acknowledge your accomplishments, you know, and stop self-sabotaging, stop putting yourself down. So, without going to Oxford, without going to Harvard and all of that, without going to any kind of psychotherapy or caseworker um, educational seminar or class or certification or degree I already said all of those things based on my own research on this same podcast about um, curating your feed but that was just that's not necessarily something I could say I discovered but it's just aggregating information and, and keeping your ears open you know like um, and you know what not all news is all bad news because like things learning that social media was detrimental learning that your gut biome is connected to your brain learning that sleep is important most of these extended from my research about just trying to keep my hair how to develop sauce on delay which you know like i said it's it's a cosmetic so i can't claim that it uh stops or reduces hair loss i don't i don't have any proof of that clinical trials like a millionaire you know what I mean I've done my own experiments right now I still have my hair at about 42 years old you know still have most of my hair I should say um anyhow whatever I'm tooting my own horn in that I was able to come to these same similar conclusions now still though I struggle with all of these things struggle with self-control I struggle with uh, anger issues. I struggle with uh, self-discipline, self-control. Yeah, all these things. Um, controlling my thoughts and and, and 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 pushing out the negative thoughts. I have issue. I have issues controlling pushing out the negative thoughts. You know, especially when I'm triggered. You know, and um, yeah. So that was very refreshing, um, and I learned a lot of new things. Like I said, I need to listen to that podcast again. It said, I think it's called manifesting um, in order to stop self-sabotaging. Something like that. 
Now, yesterday I made a post which is not um, a capitalist post because I spoke about religion and my issues, some of my issues with it and some of my my loves for it. You know, I, 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 I am relatively religious or spiritual, if you call, call it religious. Religious means something that you practice over and over again. Re, R-E, you know, it's like a cycle. So, you know, so religion is something you practice after, which I don't necessarily. Anyway, it's not about me. It's not about me. So, one thing though, I call it, I think I call the post religion opium, right? And I said a whole bunch of stuff that I don't even remember what I said. But, I was talking about my buddy trying to give me um, some uh, some pointers and some advice regarding managing my anger and managing my, uh, my contrarian behavior and um, how to cope and different coping mechanisms he suggested. Now, coping mechanisms. Coping mechanisms are good. Self-soothing and uh, self-medication is necessary at times. Now, you don't want it to reach to an abuse level. You know what I mean? So, when people are mentally ill, many times they self-medicate with drugs, but they reach a point where they're not just um, treating, they're just treating the symptom so it just comes right back they gotta use again or they're abusing it for a pleasure and not using it in a medicinal kind of way and you know like i said before right now they don't know what the medicinal dosage of weed and marijuana is they know that marijuana can have some benefits but after a certain amount of use it can be potentially harmful also it's harmful to men young men especially men that's below 25 years old it can cause schizophrenia anyhow i've spoken that multiple times already so some medication whether it's alcohol drugs sex gambling whatever the case may be self-soothing self-medication self-soothing you know you can almost they're almost synonymous i see that religion can be the same thing because for instance um let's say now let's say now i was saying to my buddy well he's not really my friend but i was telling to somebody <laughs> i can't really say somebody's my friend until they've been proven so anyhow so i was saying with to my co-worker when we were talking about um dopamine fasting i said you know the thing about the whole um seeking a dopamine hit from social media whatever you may seek it from whether it's from drugs or whatever it doesn't help you change your situation you escape and i spoke about escapism a lot when i just started the, the podcast self-medication dopamine release escapism they all fall into the same category of coping mechanisms in my opinion sometimes and then it can it can balloon into abuse now let's say you're using a coping mechanism that's sustainable Let's say you use a sustainable coping mechanism from the perspective that it's not harmful to your body, it's not interrupting your work, it's not interrupting anything, and it's allowing you to continue and be productive, right? Let's say we have a productive, sustainable, holistic coping mechanism, but you're in prison. Now, you know, we could all improve in some kind of ways, right? Let's say you're imprisoned unjustly, right? 
But instead of going to the law library and you know, you know, maybe there's some way in the law library you can find a way to get an acquittal, get an appeal, get an acquittal, uh, discover, find some new evidence, speak to your lawyers, whatever. Instead of doing all of that, let's say you sit in your cell and you just meditate. You become stoic and you meditate. Stoicism says, if you can endure, endure. Of course you can endure in jail. They're giving you food and a place to sleep, yeah. If you can endure, you endure. Okay, you sit down there in jail all the rest of your life and you're dying. Right? Now, maybe the Bible even says something like, you know, you have to respect the laws of the country that you live in. Well, suppose the law is not working right and you, and the law is wrong and you're in jail. Then you're supposed to be free. You didn't do anything wrong. So you have developed a wonderful, holistic and sustainable coping mechanism of meditating and you're just sitting there in the prison Riding away, well, no, it's not riding away. You're finding a way to thrive inside the prison. But you could instead, or additionally, you could make yourself free. Right? Imagine that. So, when my buddy was talking to me about this wonderful, these, these verses and these chapters and these, um, these, uh, these, these, these quotes from the Bible and about how to sustain and how to endure and all these things which actually one of the things he said I did actually utilize today he said um, and I mentioned it yesterday he said something like uh, uh, um, we, deal not, we struggle not with um, flesh and blood but with uh, spiritual wickedness in high and low places or we Something like that. That's what Bob Marley says. I only know it from the Bob Marley way because I'm not a, I'm not really that religious. I try to be. So I'm kind of contradicting myself. I don't know the word. The word. I just know it from songs. Reggae music teaches you a lot of Bible verses. At least the old reggae music. The um so I somebody upset me today. And I said to myself, you know what? Um it's what maybe maybe I'm considering it incorrectly. Maybe this is not God punishing me. Maybe the devil is attacking me. Actually, because my buddy, when I said to my buddy, "Well, God punishes you when you do something wrong," he says God doesn't punish anybody, and I did not agree with that. But I just acquiesced for the to to save the uh, you know to prevent an argument. So I said okay. But anyhow, so maybe my thinking is wrong. Maybe I should change my thinking. And I used one of his, I used what he said and I thought about it and it helped. Because he said, you're not fighting with that person. You're not having an issue with that person. You're having a person issue with the spirit. So I was fighting the devil. So my response, you can't fight the devil by being a devil. You have to fight the devil with with righteousness and being doing the right thing and godliness and things of that nature so I tried to think of a way which is the best response that's the least harmful what's the best response and I think that's a wonderful universal way to do things yes okay let me go back to what I was saying though. but in some cases you can use this religion um, self-soothing to stay in that prison 
rotting away instead of escaping. So that's what my initial thought was, and it's still my thought, when he's trying to give me advice on how to endure. I already know how to endure. I've been saying to myself, probably for the past week, the stoic phrase, if you can endure, endure. Before we even had that conversation. I'm not belittling or taking anything away and I'm not tooting my horn by saying that. I'm just saying, you know, anyhow, it should have been obvious to him that I, I know how to endure. But is enduring sufficient? It's not sufficient for me. Like in some situations where I can't change the variables, where I have no control, you endure. Like, okay, they have a they have a um an Instagram page named Daily Stoic or something like that. And it has a decision matrix. Right? A decision matrix. So it says, Do you have a problem? Can you change it on one side? Can you not change it? Okay, so on the side where it says, Can you change it? Then change it. And then it says, On the other side, if you can't change it, um, I think it just stops right there. There's nothing you can do about it. Then endure. That's it. But he, my buddy, you know, of course, he's he's doing his best. He's not a life coach. He is telling me to endure a situation that I can change. So I think that in the case of religion sometimes, or even in the case of drug use, your situation can change, but instead of changing your situation, what you do is indulge in escapism and indulge in everything else but solving the problem. You know? So that's my comment that I wanted to get to. Um, that's, that's, that's what I wanted to say about that. You can find all these coping mechanisms and find a way to cope and find a way to endure and not work towards a solution. So you'll just be trying to cope, 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 cope all the time. And like I said, if someone keeps messing with you, you're just going to keep having to deal and deal and deal instead of changing those variables. Some situations you can't change. And the ones that you can't change, well, you got to endure it. And the podcast post that I did before the one that I did yesterday, I was talking about gravity. And I was saying, you know what? Gravity, you can't change can't change the phenomena of gravity so you gotta accept it you know that's 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 not even something that you can yeah that's this, this, this i mean you can try to develop some devices to oppose it but you're gonna be fighting it constantly an airplane as soon as the airplane engine shuts off the airplane falls down so it's a constant battle you know so it's not saying that we're gonna give up necessarily but except that you're gonna be fighting forever so in the case of enduring certain kind of situations and environments, certain practices are facilitating you to just stay in captivity, stay in a repeatedly triggering environment. And I don't think that's healthy. You know, I think you should endure until you can escape. And I'm not talking about escapism, drug use, none of that. 
endure until you can change the conditions. If you can't change the conditions, then you gotta endure forever. I have to endure the phenomenon of gravity. Can I change gravity? No, so I'll endure that forever. Now there's other situations. Let's say I have an issue at my job. I don't have to endure that forever. That's not a static thing. That's not a natural law. That's not a, you know, one of the one of the uh, Newton's law. It's not uh, a law of thermodynamics. It's not the first law of thermodynamics that energy can't be created or destroyed. It's not. It's nothing fixed like that. I can always get another job. Might not be as good, but I can get a different job. I can leave. Right. So, coping mechanisms, therapy. Even the good stuff, the good stuff, the good stuff, the good stuff, the sustainable stuff, the, the, the positive stuff, that's good, sustainable, functional. They are wonderful. But what else? I don't think it's totally, I think you're still doing yourself somewhat of a disservice. It takes work just to get to that point. It takes work just to get to the point where you can endure. Yes. But. To get to the point where you can endure is good and it takes a lot of work. So give yourself congratulations if you come up with strategies on how to endure. But if you can change the situation and change the environment, that's good. If you can go to the Laurel Library and get out of jail, get out of jail. If you have an issue with the job, endure, change your mindset or change the job. You can change your mind. You can change your mind. You can change your mindset. You can reprogram yourself. You can reprogram yourself to endure. There's really only two choices. Endure or change. You know, mostly, and I, I would say, going back to the podcast that I was listening to, my nurture, my development, teaches me more to endure than to change because I'm person I wait for things to happen versus to make things happen sometimes when it comes to certain things so you know prayer sometimes people use that to not have to do anything it allows them to endure it allows them to say oh well it's gonna happen a billion years from now okay it's gonna happen hmm. you know what I mean so anyhow instead of going out and trying to make manifest it for themselves not just with thought, but with actions. And I think that's another thing that they touched on. It's not just about, um, it's not just about the uh, the whole manifestation and thinking all fancy and meditating and all that. But there's also some actions that need to be taken. Anyhow, but hey, thanks for listening. I don't know if I said anything that made any sense. <laughs> all right, bye.